Welcome to the podcast Amazon PPC with Jungler. My name is Elizabeth Green and I'm one of the co-founders of Jungler. This podcast is meant to be a more high-level discussion on Amazon PPC. There's a lot of information out there if you go digging about Amazon PPC. However, there's not a lot of high-level discussions or information that's really grouped in one place. You can find it in bits and pieces. There's some high-level strategies here and there, but this is simply meant to be uh, informative discussion on Amazon advertising from people who are in it day in and day out and are really testing and trying all the little tips and tricks. So for this first one, I'm going to go on and talk about match types. Now, I know that's not high level. If you've been in the Amazon industry for any long and in a lot of other pay-per-click platforms out there, you'll have a broad phrase and exact keywords. It's pretty standard and how the different keywords function is kind of the standard across a lot of the platforms. But the reason why I thought this was a good place to start is that there's quite a bit of misinformation out there on how the ex uh, all the different match types function, specifically on the exact match. So I'm gonna get into all of those, do somewhat of a brief overview of how the basics of the match types again i know that's on high level but i think it's good to get basics and then expound upon what are the misinformation that is out there and how can we learn more about how the match types function and use that in our advertising so to start off there's three different match types which are broad phrase and exact now there are negative keywords negative exact and negative phrase those work like their traditional counterparts which are the phrase match and the exact match however they're just simply negative so if phrase match functions in a certain way pulls a certain number of search terms the negative phrase match will negate that segment of search terms as well as how the exact match keyword functions if you're using an exact match negative it will negate or cancel out any of those search terms that would fall under what your traditional exact match type would pull so that's really important when eventually we get into the exact match so one of or actually the reason that spurred me on to uh, create this specific discussion around match types was that i happened to myself because i'm still in accounts still doing some work i still like to poke around see what's working test new things and so i discovered something in a search term report that made me pause and something i hadn't discovered before and it was related to an exact match keyword and upon discussion with other high level people in the advertising community or amazon advertising community it was discovered that there's actually something else that the exact match pulls that i wasn't even personally aware of before and it's so niche and would become you would come across it so little that I just had never had chance to before and I wasn't aware that there was some other variations to the exact match that I just I honestly wasn't aware of because I had never had chance to come across it before so I'm gonna save the best for last we'll get into the exact match because that one is the one that I would say has the most information around it as far as how the exact match functions and then how what search terms an exact match will pull so first off, we're getting into broad match. Broad match type functions in that 
it does contain, now we're talking specifically sponsored products. I'll get into the sponsored brand variation in a second. However, um, a broad match keyword, it has the unique ability that it can, it's the only match type that can actually switch the order of the words contained within the keyword. So in a broad match, it can switch the order of the specific words contained within the keyword. There can be keywords or additional words added to the front of the keyword as well as to the back of the keyword. So if you're targeting dish gloves, you could search um, women's dish gloves for kitchen. Broad match would pull that as well as switching around the, uh, the two different keywords, um, dish and gloves. So gloves for dishes would pull, be pulled through a broad match. So it is the most broad, <laughs> hence the name broad match, I assume, um, out of all of the different keywords. Now there's not too much misinformation around a broad match, just do most people know that it does cast the widest net. Uh, I would say that broad match, it can be very good, and I've seen some very good results using a broad match in a very strategic way. However, it does tend to have the most spend, so I wouldn't be going out and putting a high bid broad match with some really crazy bid adjustment parameters. More likely than not, you're going to see a very high A cost. There are exceptions. Um, it's a very good keyword match type to be using. I would definitely recommend you use it in your advertising. However, I would recommend you be strategic and just understand how the match type functions and how that influences the bids, the budgets, the parameters that you put on it. Now, one thing I will say about broad match, and it's not actually what I would consider a misinformation on how the match type functions, but it is somewhat of a misinformation on how the match type is often used. So there is a lot of really great information out there about targeting very long tail keywords because you will see um, long tail keywords, even though you have less traffic on them, tend to have a much higher conversion rate just due to how targeted they are, providing you want to be targeting very relevant keywords for sure. Um, but there is some information out there that it makes sense to only use exact match in your long tail keywords because they're so specific, you want to be able to put a very high bid on them and to use the exact match to be very targeted with your long tail keywords and make sure that you are um, just putting very high bet and being very aggressive on them. However, one thing I will say about broad match, now I, it's not that I don't recommend targeting them in an exact match, that's perfectly acceptable and a great practice. However, due to the fact that broad match has the very unique ability to switch the order of words contained within the keyword, I have seen some really great returns and discovered some very good long tail keywords that would have otherwise been missed if I were only targeting in an exact match. So due to the nature of long tail keywords, and I'm talking really long tail, like we're talking five words, six words, seven, I mean, really very targeted traffic that's coming through these keywords. However, because there's, they're so specific just due to the nature of the number of words contained within the keyword, sometimes people will often switch one or two uh, orders of those particular keywords and targeting something that's very long tail in a broad match will enable you to scoop up those long tail sales that you would miss otherwise while um, using a exact match on them. So I do 
recommend using, I'm in the test all match types crowd, so I think you should test and see what works. However, I just want to note here, I wouldn't discount, um, I wouldn't discount broad match for your long tail keywords. So that's a little segue there. Now onto phrase match. And this one, again, there's not a lot of misinformation around a phrase match. Um, most people realize, so a phrase match, when you have um, several words contained within the keyword, additional words can be placed in front of it, as well as keywords can be placed after it. And so we're targeting dish gloves, um, women's dish gloves in the kitchen, something, or women's dish gloves would be contained within a phrase match. Um, the other thing, which we will get into in the um, when we get into the exact match. So Amazon does not differentiate when we are talking about plurals, um, certain conjunctions, prepositions of, and, for. Those are all used interchangeably regardless of how the phrase match functions, as well as plurals. So say we were targeting dish glove, um, the keyword women's dish glove, women's dish gloves, plural, would be contained within a phrase match, even though we're not, we're targeting dish glove, not dish gloves. So there is that function within a phrase match, and that goes for broad as well as phrase, and then it also carries into the exact, which is where I find a lot of the misinformation is. But, so just know that that's how the um, phrase match type functions. And then another segue here on some um, common advice given on using um, match types in your Amazon advertising. So there is some advice there that because broad uh, covers many of the same keywords that a phrase match would, and then you have your exact match, which is very targeted, there is some advice out there that why it doesn't even make sense to use phrase. Um, you can just ignore the match type, tighten up your advertising, simply use broad and exact. However, we've seen some really great returns using a phrase match. It gives you much more targeted traffic. You can be a little bit more aggressive without worrying so much that spend's gonna go absolutely crazy while still being broad enough that you give Amazon the flexibility, especially in the beginning when you're really trying to dial in your advertising. You're, you need to get that extra data, um, use the search term reports to see what shoppers are actually looking for your product and purchasing. A phrase match can be a really good match type to use, especially in the beginning when you're just trying to gain some momentum. So it's not a match type that I would discount. We definitely use it. It definitely sees great returns for clients. So on to the exact match. And again, this is the one that I find the most misinformation on. So with an exact match, the most common misinformation is that if we're targeting dish glove, it's only gonna pull the search term dish glove. And again, that's not the case. So before when I said that phrase match, the individual words, words can be um, shown as plural, that's the same in the exact match as well. So if I'm targeting dish glove in an exact match, I'm also gonna pull the search term dish gloves, as well as um, if I'm targeting dish gloves, I can pull, um, or if I'm targeting glove dish, say, I can actually pull gloves for dishes. 
that would actually be contained within that exact match keyword, gloves dish. So just be aware that not only can it be inserting um, and of for certain um, plurals and prepositions, as well as, now this is the one I'm going to get into that I personally discovered recently. So I was in a client, we had a brand new client going through the search term report, and I noticed a keyword that now, excuse me, my earbud's falling out, but anyways, so um, I noticed a particular keyword that was being bid on had an ampersand in it, and that is the, um, it is the symbol for the word ant. So, and then upon noticing the search term that was associated with that keyword, it did not contain the ampersand, but it did contain the word and, which made me pause for a second because I, now we had never had a chance to bid on a keyword with a symbol in it before. So, and then oftentimes when you're bidding on keywords, certain symbols won't even register anyways. You won't be able to use that within your keywords. So there's some of a disconnect there. And I wasn't aware that that was possible for Amazon algorithm to substitute a symbol for a word. I found that strange. So I brought it to um, others I know in the advertising community and asked if anyone else had observe this as well. And upon um, just more high level discussion on the different things that can be pulled in uh, advertising, uh, what was discovered was that if a keyword that you're bidding on or symbols or whatever it may be is less than two characters, uh, Amazon may ignore the keyword or the individual word contained within the keyword. So in this case, the ampersand, which so in this case, in the ampersand, which is only a single um, character, was actually being ignored. And then through what I discussed before, where Amazon may insert an and in between your words, even though it's an exact match. Um, so the ampersand was being ignored, and then an and was being inserted because that makes sense for the that made sense for the keyword that was being targeted in the search term. It flowed very nicely. It was a good search term. Um, but that's just how it was functioning. So that's another variation on an exact match that were I to witness it and really delve into it with other high-level minds in the community, I would have never discovered because it's such a subsection, so this doesn't always happen. But it is something to be aware of. So exact match is not necessarily as exact as we previously thought, as well as getting into the negative keywords. So at the beginning of this, I said that how the exact match and the phrase match negative keywords function are like their counterparts in your traditional targeting. However, it is the reverse. So we're simply negating whatever it is that we've specified in the exact or the phrase. So if if that's the case, then when we're using negative exact and we think we're only negating specific terms, we're being very careful with what we're negating so as not to clear any profitable search terms. Well, if there's actually more that is contained underneath an exact match keyword, or in this case, negative keyword, well, then we're going to be clearing a lot more search terms than we previously thought. So. That's another thing. I would be very careful with how you're using your negative exact match. And that applies to phrase match as well. So that, again, that contains plurals and those other insertions in between the words. Negative phrase match, I would use very sparingly anyways. There are times where it can be very useful. However, the majority of the time, you want to stick to negative exact match anyways. Um, 
but due to how much there is a fluctuation in how the negative exact match performs, um, coinciding with a lot of the other information out there that you're only negating that single term that you've put in there, I would be very careful with how you're using your negative keywords. And if you've perhaps used negative keywords and discovered that there's quite a bit of your sales volume that's gone down, well, I would, I would revisit those negative keywords and see if you're negating any of those other potential performing search terms. So hopefully this was helpful to you and you found that little tidbit on the extra thing that can be pulled through negative exact match. Um, hopefully you were as interested to learn it as I was. So. Um, this has been Amazon PPC with Jungler, and I'm Elizabeth Green. I'll see you in the next one.